I'd like to apologize for the microphone quality. Uh, I was personally recording in a different space, and it didn't work out quite like I wanted. My bad. We know that the land of Alovia endures what we call a cycle. Every thousand years, the undead awaken, roam, and destroy nearly all life before vanishing for another millennium. But what is life like for the Alovians in between those dark times? They still have their everyday issues that you and I would have today. But as it is a different world, there are different problems. Our story today will take place 500 years ago in the mining outpost of Nundum, the small town with about 100 citizens of mostly dwarves. On the first day of the harvest season, the town wakes to a number of their troubles that you would come to expect. Nodred's water pump is broken again. Carolyn fell ill during the night and is arguing quite loudly with his wife how he's still fit to work despite the skid issues. And who in Morden's good name slaughtered all the sheep last night? Welcome back to Free Action Cry. Welcome back, everybody. Um, we have a new person joining us, but we're going to get to them in a moment because we are doing a fun little game, a homebrew, and let's see our players and everybody. So let's start um, alphabetically. So Vevi, you're up. <laughs> I'm not Vevi today. I'm aware of that. Who are you? I, um, I'm Daddy, Ashley, um, and Oza today. Who? Ozo. Ozo. Oza. 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 Okay. Uh, Ashley, how did you spell your name? A S H O E Y. No, not <sighs> your character. <laughs> <laughs> I started typing. <laughs> leave that in. Please leave that in. Oza. Oza. Okay. So please tell us about Oza. Um, Oza is a half-orc bard that plays the drums. Okay. Alrighty. Um, James, could you please tell us about your character? So what's up, guys? My name's Keegan. Um, I am, like, a person who, like, plays the lute. And, yeah. I'm just here to... I'm not here for a long time, man. Just here to have a good time. <laughs> Are you a fucking Chad? Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not a Chad, bro. I'm a Kyle. Come on. <laughs> oh my God, that's worse. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's that's like pretty personal, my guy. Like, I'm just me. I'm a changeling. Okay. Oh. Christ. Oh my God, you sound like you sound like rude. Honestly, like a hundred percent, you sound like rude right now, my guy. I'm just me. <laughs> Speaking of, let's hear from Rude. What's up, guys? My name is Tuck Rivas. I'm the lead singer for the band Eye of the Beholder, and I'm a You're bard. You're all fuck. God damn it. Spell what was your name again? Tuck Rivas? Tuck Rivas. Don't wear it out, man. Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, and I'm a fearbog. Jesus Christ. Okay, Corey, tell me about your bard. <laughs> oh, I'm not a bard. Thank God! <laughs> uh, my name is Camilla. I'm a half-elf. I'm a sorceress, but I'm in charge of all the special effects and staging. She's oh, also God. the band's manager. I still help manage the finances and such to make sure that these guys don't bend us entirely. Hey, yo, we have finances? <laughs> That's up to you. 
fact that you went with this madness. <laughs> you, yeah, I love this. Okay. Say, man, you gotta live out loud, brah. Oh, wait, what colleges are we? Mine is, is um, uh, Valor. Mine's College Whispers. Eloquence. Oh, man, that's righteous, brah. Uh, Just so you know, I have all the brain cells between all of us. I don't know, man. Like that that song that I wrote like two weeks ago was pretty, pretty fire, man. We still have yet to try it out. You wrote a song about a random peach fuzz that you found in your gooch. I mean, it was was like an allegory for life, though, man. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was just an allegory for you not washing your chode, but whatever. <laughs> hey man, who's to say it was even my peach fuzz? Nice. Okay. Nice. <laughs> so then, that being said, so you all have woken up to what you heard in the introduction of this episode, who in Moradin's name or what in Moradin's name slaughtered all the sheep last night. You are currently staying in your let's face it, one bed room in the inn. And I'm assuming you're all probably bullied out of the bed by your manager. <laughs> Whatever, man. If they don't like the cuddle puddle, that's on them. Come on, Sorry. you guys. Up and out. Say, man, we can sleep on the ground. We come from the ground. We return to the ground. <laughs> Oza's just gonna sigh and just, like, glance. Glance at them, just annoyed as shit. Like, come on, you motherfuckers, let's go. Where we going? We gotta get to the next town. Oh shit! You have a show later tonight. Come on, get off your ass. It it is a tour, man. Like that's kind of the whole point. (laughs) Let's go. No, like we're pack. You're not. That's the point. That's what we're telling you. Sorry. Let me, yeah. I swear, typical singers, right? Don't do shit for anybody. Just don't carry their own stuff. I swear. Yeah, let me pack up all of my nothing and let's go. The funny part about that is, I used to be a vocalist in a band. I I know, James. (laughs) That's why this is so fun for me. (laughs) Anyway, so you all pack up your five belongings. (laughs) Leave the inn. Uh, the scene upon leaving the inn, uh, you are all in a very small town. Uh, most of these houses are built with light materials, a lot of wood, thatched roofs. Um, there is a small area of farmland. It's enough to feed anywhere between anywhere like 100 to 200 people for a good season or so. Um, you have not been down to the mines yet. All you know is what you see around you. There are livestock and a much smaller number of livestock than there were last night when you arrived. You also notice that there is quite a large scene over where the sheep would have been. There is now a lot of wool scattered about. There is blood. There is bone. There is entrails. And that's where pretty much everyone in town has gathered. Would you all like to check that out, or would you like to pretty much ignore the entire story that I wrote because you have a gig tomorrow? <laughs> hey man, so like, if you, like, look over there, do you see that? Tug, like, that's what I was telling you, that's what we could do that, you know that, like, song that I was showing you with, like, the really, really cool whips and such? 
It's like that, dude. Viscera. Wait, you wanna... Do you, like, wanna, like, gut a sheep on stage? No. Well, actually, could we? No, I'm drawing the line there. We are not doing that on stage. Well, no, like, like obviously, we would, like, like for the food purposes and all that. I mean, and we would make sure it would be, like, humane, but, like... Like, this could be a new thing. Like, we paint our faces black and, like, with white on it. Like, we could be really cool and, like, a whole new thing, Tuck. I'm telling you. And besides, Oza back there has been talking about wanting to play better, like, like harder drums ever since day one. Oh, hey, yeah. I kind of like that. Wait, why can't we do that, Camilla? If you... I don't know. Well, the dwarves might be into it, but our next town... I don't know what sort of population they have there. Hey, oh god, what's the population in the next town? But if they have a lot of dwarves, can we maybe start doing that, like, like, ore music I was talking about? Wait. That, I don't know, I feel like something better, but like that, that hard music I was talking about. Uh, the boulder. I think, like, it's called, we should call it boulder music, because it's hard. I, I like that, man. Boulder music. That sounds that sounds heavy. Right? Like it's gonna be so cool. It's got like this meadly stuff happening on it too. It's gonna be dope. I'm willing to guys I'm more than willing to give you guys a shot, but don't forget we also have to make sure we stay funded too. I guess we do gotta eat. Part of me just imagines that this is supposed to be like a kids band or something. Yo, Keegan, show your like sweet pets and we might get some money. With that, you'll watch as like Keegan's shoulders just like buff out a little bit more. You mean like these? Or should I do more of like the arms and then like the arm twists a little bit and like buffs up a little bit like that? Oh uh, man, but it's gonna be like it's gonna be like hard to play your loot if you're like flexing like that, man. That's a really good point. Uh, question for the DM. Um, oh, whenever... I'm involved now? <laughs> yeah, whenever whenever it comes to changelings, as long as I'm not changing, like, my overall shape, can I have additional limbs, but not for, like, combat or any type of those purposes, more for just aesthetics? Um, so the way I typically play changelings is you are a humanoid shape. So, if you wanted to transform into, like, a mimic? No, couldn't do that. Yeah, but, like, if I was humanoid, but with four arms. Uh, are there any D&D races that have multiple limbs? Um. Centaurs. <laughs> Technically not wrong. They do, in fact, have six limbs. <laughs> Then yes, I'm not wrong. Have you seen the Mantar? At least it's not in D and D. It's disturbing, is what it is. Half man, half other man. You can change into essentially what is any race that is D and D canon, uh, or any homebrew that is at the very least humanoid. So, like, if you saw Pinecone, you would be able to change into Pinecone. I'm thinking like a Goro. Like, not that big, obviously, but like a Goro, like, forearm thing. Like, from from uh, Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat, yeah. Interesting. Well, I'm going to break my own DM rule. Uh, hey, James, do you remember yeah. 
the last episode we released, that from oh yeah, yeah that was a my dude. Nice. Um, the the trikeen, which are insect playable race, and the Vrishadi, which is a like like a blue skinned elf type playable race, are all four armed in D anD. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So with that, you were like, "Oh, how are you gonna do the the flexin, right?" And then with that, I was like, "Like flex," and then two more arms come out of my like sides of my ribs that are just like normal, like my normal live arms. And it's like what I could do, man. Is I could play with these two, and then I could like flex with these. And then I, like, set the big arms to just, like, fully flex. And then, like, as I'm playing, like, a, a sick riff on the loot. Oh, man, that's that's sick. If anyone's paying attention, they will notice that never once do all four arms move at once. I am going to <laughs> say this real quick. Just for fun and for story reasons there is nobody around you guys to see you doing your changeling transformation stuff. Okay. And you've probably been in Alovia long enough to know that changelings are not really that... You would be one of the first one that anyone has ever seen. So you would probably keep your transformations a little bit on, like, the down low, probably. Okay. I was kind of, I was kind of thinking that he was the exact opposite of that, where it's just like... He just fully, like, changes all the time, but doesn't tell anybody that he's doing it. Like, whenever he goes, he goes into different stores as, quote-unquote, different people to the store owner, but it's for him, he just, it's, what's up, man? And they're like, oh, hey, new person I've never seen before. Yeah, bro, I was in here the other day. Where are you? When? <laughs> like, that sort so of thing. So, you, so basically, your existence yeah. is gaslighting everybody. Yeah, basically. Same. I love that. Same. Okay. That that tracks for a changeling too. Yeah. I'm just I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, bro. We follow the three G's in this house. We gaslight, we gatekeep, and we girl boss. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, wait, wait. If you girl boss, do you boy sauce? I mean, we oh might god. boy sauce on occasion. Girl boss, boy <laughs> sauce. Just... I'm just shaking my head. Same. Same. We, we, but regardless of everything else, we do have to make it to the next town. If you really want to check out what's going on, it's fine. No, I think it'll give me some really cool inspiration for that new, uh, that new thing that I'm writing. The, the, like, viscera-infused face. Fine. And we all traipse over to the, to the dead animals. Okay. <laughs> there you go, GM. I put us on the track. Are you right? Are you happy now? Thank you for letting us play around in the station. No, no, it, it, it was honestly entertaining. I'm just curious how much of this nigga is going to keep. A rude, sorry. Oh, all of it, yeah. Alrighty. So See, I'm telling uh, you, if you got tracks for me, just tell me where they're at. But I will play around at the ta at the station before we leave. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you all make it over to the commotion of everyone gather around the just absolute murder scene of the sheep pen uh sheep pen it is we'll say it's about a hundred feet like shoddily made circle as it were and you immediately see that these things were most definitely torn apart by some kind of an animal uh you can clearly see teeth marks 
you can see paw prints. If anybody would like to figure out what kind of animal it was, you may obviously roll for that. But the paw prints that you do see leading away from everything is heading out toward the marshes. 17 on a nature. 17 on a nature check. They are most certainly wolves. And with a 17, you would able to see that it is a pack of maybe 10, maybe 11. All right. And one of them is obviously, I would, I want to say an alpha, even though the concept of an alpha is actually not a thing. Yeah. Alphas don't really exist in nature, but this this larger set of polyprints that you would see would probably be a dire wolf. Keegan, so just as kind of a, an idle thing that Keegan does, if anybody remembers uh, um, Metalocalypse, where uh, Squisgar Squigelf is just basically always constantly playing his guitar. Yes. Um, oh my god. That's, god. that's effectively what Keegan does on a regular basis. He's just sitting there just with loot in hand, just like playing just random stuff. And like while he's sitting there, he's just like, back of 12, big slaughter. And then that's how he's he's translating translating all the information he knows to you guys. Play wild magic wall. <laughs> Wait, what did you fucking say? All right. So anyway, here's wild magic wall. <laughs> oh Christ! Selene. You gotta be uh, the hag that saves me. Oh and after God. all, you're my wild magic wall. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> Alrighty. So there you go. You you see tracks leading out to the marshes. Um. Also, in between Keegan's little playing, you all would also hear the innkeeper that was that you met uh, sorry no not the innkeeper the uh the boarding house operator because let's face it a mining town that small would most likely not have an inn but a boarding house uh but you overhear him uh mentioning to one of the other townsfolk if they see the if they've seen the elven visitors that were here earlier they apparently left in the morning or night without any word of anything probably left after all the commotion happened probably in pursuit of whatever it was that killed these sheep so if you guys are out you would most likely see them we should go over to those guys are you talking about the guys as in the two people having the conversation yeah that is up to everybody else <laughs> yes yeah, so, so I'll, I'll meander that way if that's what uh, tuck wants to do yeah i'm game i can ask why don't you guys leave the questions to me though are you sure? Um, I'm... Mm, no, I'm not. We're all charisma <laughs> casters. Yep. Collectively, like, we could convince a ton of people to do whatever we want. Probably. One of us would have to succeed, which wouldn't be hard, I don't think. I have a plus 15 in persuasion. Expertise, my guys. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> I have a plus 4. My charisma is 20. Roll off. <laughs> Roll off. My charisma is also 20. So? <laughs> hey, just out of curiosity, Ashley, what is your charisma? Um, my charisma is plus three. Alrighty. So you go you go up to the uh, the keeper of the boarding house, and uh, you didn't exactly meet him the other night, but no drut. 
who is a dwarf. Uh, they're both dwarves, actually. Uh, Nodrut is, he's about three foot five. He has a big fuck off red beard. He's got uh, two braids going down the sides. Uh, he has his hair pulled back in a tight bun. His clothes are quite dirty. You can tell he's a miner. Uh, when I say miner, I mean he gets oars. Not whores, oars. He gets oars. <laughs> he doesn't do chores. Da 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 da. <laughs> and the other, the innkeeper, is uh, uh, Elowen Stonefist. He is slightly taller than Nodrut. Uh, his hair is darkish brown. He is wearing cleaner clothes, but you could tell he has some scars. He's probably mine back in the day. He is a little older, and that is what you get. Hey, here's a question. Did we play at the inn last night? Are you asking me? Or no, I'm asking our manager. Oh. You guys I, don't remember? Yo, my phone just said GPS signal loss. Like, I, where am I going? I, re I remember, but I want to let them work it out. And she just kind of, like, looks at the two others. <sighs> amused. Hold on, wait, for fun. Corey, text me. <laughs> Did they? What? What? S send me a message. Did they? <laughs> let them figure it out. <laughs> I think we played at the end last night. I don't. I don't know. I was... I was pretty fucked up. <laughs> okay. Did anyone else have any take on this? I mean... Alright, so now now that I know the answer to this question, um, if you don't remember if you played, roll me a history check. <laughs> <laughs> that track. I was an 11. 11? Still not sure. You have a feeling you may have, but... Okay. I got a 19 on a performance. Um, how cool of a riff did I just come up with while everybody was talking about all this? Hold on you came up with a keeper. I just kind of give you a slight nod. I'll, I'll like Keegan will look back. Nice, and then like not even contributing to the conversation at all. There we go. Y yep. Keegan not only doesn't <laughs> know, doesn't care. That's last night. I was quite literally like looking. I, I right clicked on uh, Rude, and I'm just like, can I deafen him so I can give the answer? Uh, specifically, yes, I think you can deafen me. I'm looking at it. I don't see it. Oh. Uh, I can mute you. That'd be fun. <laughs> but let's here, not do I'll, that. I'll deafen. If you, uh, if you right-click, you can server deafen. I thought that did everybody. Uh, I think it just deafens that one person, but I don't know. Let's find out. I mean, I think I think uh, Root is already yeah, muted uh, themselves. Okay. So well, it doesn't really do a whole lot. All right. Well, yes. Uh, Yes, you played. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, like straight up, Keegan may know or doesn't, but is he not going to contribute care. to this. Yeah. And I'm now undefined. He just wants to move on to the next show. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Yes, we performed. We made enough money to at least pay for our stay, but that was about it. Ironically enough, you actually didn't need to pay. <laughs> Isn't this well, like a mining town? Don't I don't think they're here for entertainment. We all have to start somewhere. The next town actually has an inn with a stage, but we have to get that far first. Well, uh, so like we should go talk to the innkeeper, right? To the boarding house? Yeah, the, the boarding, he was at the show last night, right? I believe so. I was busy backstage making sure that your all stage tricks were working, seeing as I'm the one who sets them off. 
I really do need to hire that stagehand. Hey, speaking of which, that flash pot that you put right by my spot, if we could move it about two inches to the right a little bit more, that'd be cool, because it singed me last night. Apologies, that's the problem with wild magic, unfortunately. But I'll make sure I give you guys a little more space this time. Hey, no worries, I appreciate it. You do great work, and we appreciate you and everything you do. Well, thank you. Okay. Yeah. So you walk up to the... Uh two individuals, Nodrot and the innkeeper. What would you like to say? Hey, didn't I see y'all at the show last night? Uh, Nodrot uh, immediately looks over at you and goes, uh, yeah, yeah, um, not gonna lie, not the kind of music that we get here on the regular, but it was definitely something. Uh, hey, what kind of music would you guys like to hear? Yeah, like, we can be accommodating, man. Cause man, like I've come up with like, like we're calling it Boulder, and I think you might like it. Well, you know, I definitely like Boulder, but let's be honest, we're dwarves. We like rock. Wait, what if we called it rock? I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I don't really think you'd be strong enough to carry around a huge rock and hit it with a hammer in a rhythm. No, see, see, this is like harder than rock, though. Uh, I have to point out, Derps, that Tuck is a Fearbolg and 12 feet tall. I'm aware of that. <laughs> and can lift 850 pounds. I would also like to point out the stubbornness of dwarves. <sighs> yeah, dwarves be strong. Yes. Yes, I know you want attention, you little whore. Oh god, that's, that's just gonna end up at the end of the episode! Editor's note, joke's on you, fucker. I'm too lazy to do that. I'm going to interject here, and I'm asking the innkeep, because I can't come up with another name, so fuck yeah, it. Yeah, let's just say innkeep. <laughs> um, I asked directly, I'm like, I heard, overheard you guys talking about some elves that you said were leaving. We have to head to the next town, and we're not quite sure what direction it is. Where were they going? Um, We don't know where the elves were going, honestly. Uh, I can only assume since they left... I think shortly they didn't officially check out, so I'm guessing they'll be back. But stands to reason, if they left, they're either out doing their own thing. But I'm really hoping they're either going to go take care of these wolves or maybe save some of the sheep that may have survived. I don't fucking know. They they were pretty capable, honestly. They look like they've seen some shit. One guy was wearing armor. The other guy had this pretty nice looking bow, honestly. So. Oh man, I want a nice looking bow. Yo, can I get a nice looking bow? Bro, why do you need a bow? We don't sell bows. I can get you a pickaxe. You can get pickaxes and hammers here, but which would be useful on the rock for rhythm. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what if we made music out of like hammering metal and like rock? See, that's what I've been trying to say. Would our drummer want that in her kit? In their kit. I imagine I imagine that it'll be like two rocks that you clack together. <laughs> like some Monty Pythons. <laughs> so real quick, as you guys you guys are having this conversation about how to make music with stone and rocks, um what's everyone's passive perception? I'm assuming quite fucking high. Well, Lower your expectations. It's 13. 16. 16. I heard 12. What are you and... asking? 
passive perception. It would be your it would be eight plus your wisdom modifier. Uh, or is it ten plus the wisdom modifier? Yeah. I think it's ten plus wisdom. Okay. But either way, yeah. James, you, you can tell uh hearing that they're talking about making music with stones in such a way, Nodrut looks like he's almost getting insulted. Like this hurts him to hear. That's cool. <laughs> You're just gonna let him go. Okay. There you are. I'm gonna let him go. Uh, Ian is very much a wait and see type person. Very nice. All right. So you you've been given your information. Are you off to the next town, or what are you doing? You are very capable of doing that, by the way. I mean, I think we should go and figure out what happened, and those like. You guys do remember the way I play. Yes, I have stuff prepared, but if you want to go a completely different direction, I can make another adventure that quick. <laughs> no, and and I definitely know that, but, like, I'm pretty curious to see how effective we are as an actual party. Okay. Yeah, and the only reason I'm not really, I mean, I know technically I'm the quote-unquote manager, but I am, yeah, I'm not familiar with this very much. So, <laughs> as much as I'm the manager, I'm also just along for the ride. <laughs> well, and... Also, I, I can tell you, uh, my world building style is quite fluid. So if you want to add anything, I will I'll just add it in. I can do that. Okay. All right. No, I'm so, game to, to, to continue to to because I mean, who knows? Maybe there's more inspiration there. Alrighty. Well, so. for funsies, after about five to ten minutes of conversation back and forth, I'm going to assume that you all decide that you're going to probably at the very least, see if you can figure out where those two elves went, and if you can maybe kill a wolf or two on the way, I'm sure the townspeople would be quite happy. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's go kill some wolves and find some elves. Fuck some elves. Find some elves. I really hope you guys don't. Like, just don't. We don't need to be getting in trouble to keep us from getting to our next show, too. I mean, like, what if we get paid to do this to Wait, that's like not, that's not living the dream though. That's not very, very living the dream of us. Mm. So I guess we go traipsing off trying to find the elves and where, we follow where the wolf tracks take us. Alrighty. Yeah. We follow where the wolf way goes. Alright. <laughs> where the wolves so that, go. So that being said, after about three hours of following wolf tracks. Um, some some bloody wolf prints, some not-so-bloody wolf prints as they apparently start drying out and they're not dragging blood as much, but you still see it does look like that they were dragging quite a lot of things. With a 16 on survival, can I tell how many there are and what they were dragging back? Okay. Uh, you can tell that there were definitely 11 wolves. You do notice that one is most definitely a dire wolf. This this is now a guarantee. Mm -hmm. What they were dragging is weird because it looks like they were almost smart enough to... Some of them were like carrying things on their back because you see what looks like hoof marks being dragged in such a way with a survival check of 16. So kind of like you could see like the, 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 it almost looked like a stick was drug along with, with wolf prints. Yes. Cause it would dig in just like a line. Yes. Okay. 
when the wolves learn to make themselves carts and drag some people. Nah, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. It's <laughs> <laughs> good effort, man. I mean, I feel like there's some inspiration here in this whole like qu like quest quest of the wolf way. Ooh, ooh, I like that. I like wait, that. Wait, wait. When wolf becomes like man, then what is man? Wolf becomes. Yeah, no, that could work. That could work. That's a cool lyric, man. Like you should write that down. Yes, I. I don't have anything to write, but I'll just remember. It'll be I. Typical fucking vocalist. <laughs> Unprepared. I'll remember it. Hey, bro, what was that cool last lyric you had yesterday? Uh, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So after about three hours of travel, um, you do come to your first obstacle that you're going to have to figure out. Um, you do notice that the wolf tracks lead directly into a river. This river is about a quarter mile across, uh, and upon a brief investigation on that, you would notice that it looks about two feet deep most places. So this would be like a marshy river. It is not quick-moving water. Running across, it would not take you all that long, but it would be considered difficult terrain in D&D terms. So your movement would be half. Hey, yo, we can just walk across it. Like, I can I can freeze the top of it. Is the water at least clear so you can see through it? Uh, the water is, in a sense, mucky. Ugh. Yeah, let me... We can just freeze the top of it, like, one step at a time. What spell are you using for this? Prestidigitation, my guy. It says you can cool or heat, and it never says by how much. Okay. I will allow that. Um, I will give a stipulation that you can only do a five-foot area at a time. Oh, yeah, but it does last for, like, ten minutes. No, it lasts for... How long does precipitation last? Um... Let's find out. Uh, uh, duration up to one hour. And I actually have it, too. So basically, like, I cool... I, I chill five feet, and then, like... I walk five feet, and then I chill five feet, and I walk five feet, and we just do it back to back. We make like a bridge, man. Okay. You know I can help with this. Yeah, let's do it. We just team up and do it to get us across quicker. All right. Well, just for funsies, I would like both of you to roll me an arcana check. Can I ask a question while they're doing that? Of course you may. Rituals? Rituals, yes. Uh, I was just going to say, rituals um, don't take spell slots, take 10 minutes to cast, right? Correct. Okay. If something has a strength of two, could it pick something like me up? Just like um, basic carry? Uh, absolutely not. Um, strength, uh, carry capacity is 15 times strength. Unless you're a large creature, then it's 30 times strength. So something with a strength of two could lift something that is 30 pounds. Yeah. Okay. What were you thinking, out of curiosity? I was going to have my Unseen Servant carry me across. Yeah, and that wouldn't work anyway. <laughs> Why? An Unseen Servant cannot carry it. Oh shit, Pinecone rolled a 1. Pine, who's Pinecone? 16. So you rolled a 16. So, mm -hmm. Alright, so Tuck, you start casting and you are trying to do rhythm in your head as you are doing this. So, since you ha you're trying to do a song as you're casting, but 
Oh, hold on, hold on. Sorry, you just activated my fucking trap card, my guy. Oh, am I? <sighs> okay. You said I was playing a song, my guy. That's a twenty-two performance. Well, no, I I was asking you to do Arcana because you're casting the stuff, and yeah, all right, I will I will go for an average of those, and you we'll say it's a <laughs> like a like a we'll twelve. Just, We'll say it's a 13 to a 12, so then yes, it works. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I I honestly have to say, but I think I think that all bards um spellcasting ability is an arcana. It is definitely performance. Okay, alright, we'll go with that for funsies. Alright, so yes, you you start casting your spells, you all start making it across. Um does anybody want to roll any kind of a perception or anything? Hint hint. <laughs> Sure. Uh, that's a five. Total. Woof. Hey, yo, I forgot to roll a dice. I just rolled a 20. So, so I actually did roll uh, perception, and right. um, I got a 18. Yep. I, I got a 13. Yeah, I'm, I'm currently busy trying to create this ice across the river, so... Okay, so you're not paying attention? That works for me. Someone else needs to pay attention while we're doing the thing. Well, I mean, honestly, it works well enough because uh, Vargan, not Vargan, bleh, uh, words are words are hard. Hey, <laughs> you're close. It's Keegan. Keegan. So yes, Keegan was actually uh, aware enough as you guys started walking that you do see some sort of lizard creature in the water. Um, hey, hey, yo, hold on. The name of the episode is A Werewolf in the... Uh -huh. What you... Shut the fuck up, motherfucker. <laughs> but you said that there's a there's a lizard guy? Uh, there are several, actually. And they're coming from the water? They are in the water. Are they almost like toadies? They are not like toadies. What's up, little guy? But they're coming from the water. Do -do -do -do. They come from the water. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Dirks, as a fear bulg, I can just talk to animals. You can just talk to animals? Well, hold on. As soon as you start casting, they start running away. <laughs> Some of them kind of poke their heads out of the water so that you would get a good look at them. Um, they are very similar to, like, a gila monster. Ooh. Okay. But, like, you know, they, they poke their heads up. Some of them kind of, like, hiss and run away. And then a few of the others hiss and then start coming back toward you. So you said you're a fearbog and you would like to speak to them. Yeah, and I have advantage on all charisma checks when talking to beasts or plants. Hey, what's up, little guys? We're your friends. You're just frowsless, asshole. Like, look, look, I had to lose my tail, douchebag. I'm sorry, man. I didn't know that y'all were here. You, you come to our home, you start freezing shit. You take my tip. I am not happy with you. Uh, I'm sorry, man. How can I make it up to you? Because I know, I know your tail will grow back, but, like, how can I restore your pride, man? Uh, do I want to be a dick? I rolled a 27 on Persuasion. On pers- ah, oh, fuck. Yeah! <laughs> <clears throat> well, then, here's here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say you were just a little bit too late because, just just for funsies, I'm gonna guess a uh, 12 does not hit you. Most certainly not, man. As this thing, like, you know, after it starts, like, you know, yelling at you, it fires out of its mouth 
like, let's just call it a loogie for what it is. But this weird, brackish, black and brown fluid just from out of its mouth, missing you. But then you manage to, like, roll your little 27. And it's just, ow. Say, man, we don't need to be fighting like that. It's all right. How can I help you? I'm sorry that I hurt you. I didn't mean to do that. I didn't know that y'all were down there. Well, watch where you're fucking magicking, asshole. We're having a rough day. We just saw a bunch of fucking wolves who ran away from them. Then they left, we came back to where we live, and then you fucking showed up and start freezing shit. Not cool. Oh, man. I'm I'm real sorry about that. Hey, wait, you saw a bunch of wolves. Yeah, they're on that fucking was. Oh, they went over there. Well, thank you for that. You know what? Uh, look. I'm gonna leave y'all some food, cause like, I know that it's rough out here, you know? What are you leaving them? I'm leaving them a ration. Okay. I need to know, how are you giving it to them? Uh, well, it's like, it's like, uh, a trail ration, like, like, bread, like, twice baked bread. Well, are are you, like, handing it to them, or are you just gonna, like, huck it in the water? Um, I'm kinda, like, tearing it up like you would for fish. Okay. Tossing it in the water like like you would some ducks. As soon <laughs> as it hits the water, like quite literally, like the instant it touches, you can just see a swarm of these muck dwellers, actually, is what they are. Just start immediately swimming into that and just start Have you ever seen eels eat? Yeah, it's it's unsettling. Yeah, like that. It is unsettling. <laughs> That is what you see. Just a writhing mound of scales and claws and teeth. I mean, at least they're busy over there. We, I don't know what sort of conversation you guys were having. They're having a rough day. It's all right. <laughs> can we continue going across this river so we can go about our way? They said that the eel, the uh, the eels, they said that the wolves went uh, that way. And he points in the direction that the muck dweller said the wolves went. When were you able to talk to animals? Like always, man. That's where I learned how to play the drums from like a monkey. You know, you could probably work some of the language into the songs. I mean, a lot of other people wouldn't understand it, but... No, you kind of got to sell out and play for the people. Like, I can't just go up there screaming in, like, in, like, Balrog, you know? I don't know, though. That might go somewhere. Okay, I think that if you did scream in Balrog or uh, or whatever it is that those, like, the, like devil things st- uh, talk in, I really feel like that would make for some really badass music. You would have to be careful, though, because you could scare some people, too. But that... Maybe part of the draw. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I learned about like speaking in devil in devil tongues is that when you scream in them, sometimes you summon them, and they're not too happy about that. Like they didn't ask to be summoned, and then they're gonna make your day like bad, man. Real quick, I want to say this: Balrog is Lord of the Rings. You are probably thinking of the Balor. I uh, no, I was quite literally thinking of um. They're like imps, but they're green-skinned. Huh. Um, I cannot remember the name. The whole thing about speaking or singing in other languages is you just don't make full sentences. Make it random words. 
No one's gonna understand what you're saying anyway. You know, like obtuse rubber goose. Rubber goose. <laughs> exactly. I have milk. <laughs> I have milk. Oh. Anywho. Anyway, yes. <laughs> so the rest of the trek over the river is largely uneventful, apart from, um, not pinecone. Apart from Tuck, just randomly tossing bread and just going <laughs> I'm assuming <laughs> nah man alrighty so once you get across the river you can see uh, in the short distance probably another half mile across uh, first off it is now uh, I should have said this before it was afternoon by the time you got to the river and it is now approaching the early hours of the evening but when you get to a half mile past the river, you're beginning to come to the opening of a forest. In front of the opening of the forest, you find a wolf corpse. It is gorged. It is bloody. There is a trail of blood leading further into the forest. Most likely the rest of the pack still carrying their spoils, as it were. Hey, man, what if what if you took the head of the wolf, right? Have you seen like have you seen like the Goliaths when they wear like the animal pelts but they keep the heads on them? So I think that that's actually a part of like their cultural practice. I think if we leave it connected, that's like taking their thing. But I think if we remove the head and just the skull, I think we can make that our own thing. Oh, oh man, that sounds that sounds really cool. Like just like the skull. Wait, what if you like kept the skull and like kind of like the fur attached to it but you like took out the back of the skull and you could like put it over your face see again that sounds really close to like barbarian animal totem rights and like that's that's not my thing oh yeah we don't need to be angering other cultures while we're touring around I mean like I'm I'm part Goliath but would it be enough but, like, are you a barbarian, though? That's the thing. No. Because I feel like it's kind of more of, like, a barbarian thing, but, like, the Goliath, like, subset of those barbarians. Yeah, I grew up in the capital. Like, I'm not I'm not a barbarian. So, funny misconception. And I feel like that kind of fades into, like, a conversation about, uh, about like, barbarians not, at, like, that being a harmful, harmful stereotype and name. Do you like how we're putting in appropriation stuff in? Yeah, I was like, I'm literally sitting here looking for the that's racist gift, talking about how all Goliaths are barbarians. Thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> I thought I did pretty good about being like, no, like, I think it's just a subset of the barbarian thing that are Goliaths. Like, I thought I was pretty, pretty good about that. Thank you. Alrighty. <laughs> Well, if you guys really want to do something, like, make up your minds, what do you, or are we leaving it here, and what, where do you want to go from here? I think, I think it needs to return to the Earth, we can just leave it here. So, I do have one question, just out of my own curiosity. Who's closest to the forest? I mean, I'm a fearbulg, I'm pretty close to the forest. <laughs> God damn it, I was about to ask, like, in spirit or physically? <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Well, that being said, Tuck, what is your AC? My AC? 
Oh man, that's a really personal question. It's like 14, man. It's like 14? Yeah, all day, buddy. As you were distracted by checking out the wolf corpse, you don't notice the injured wolf who is kind of creeping up on you, much like I'm assuming you've seen dogs creep across a carpet. Mm. It's almost almost army crawl-like. Scooting his fucking ass? <laughs> no. Well, you don't, you don't see it creeping up on you. Uh, nor do you see it lunge for you. But you do hear as an arrow pierces its skull and it plops down motionless next to you both. See, man, even when you're in danger, like, there's nothing to be worried about. So then... Yeah, this, this definitely seems like less of an ideal situation. Yeah, it's not every day that things die on top of you. <laughs> just totally nonchalant. A wolf just dies. Huh, well, that's life, I guess. <laughs> no, we we acknowledge. Guys, you might want to watch behind yourselves. Say, man, you, the, the, the future is in front of you. <sighs> what the fuck? <laughs> 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 wow <laughs> so I don't really know how you want to tie this in but while you were all having your conversation about uh, a dead wolf on the ground and then another now dead wolf that just tried to lunge at Tuck uh, you would all see emerging out of the forest is a tall elf this elf uh, has a brown cloak, some light leather armor. The hood is up, covering most of its head. But it looks about uh, six feet tall. It has long braided dark hair. Uh, and if anybody would like to get any kind of an investigation check or anything else like that to get a better feel, you may. No, I'm going to take them at face value. I'm not. I'm not too keen on investigating elves, especially those with bows that took down a wolf. Alrighty. Well, anybody would know that a tan-skinned elf is most likely a wood elf. And anybody would know that somebody with a bow is most likely either a druid or a ranger of some sort. Or maybe even a rogue, who knows. But, and it is because of James's voice that I am preempting this. Because I had a thought process for the voice that I was going to give this NPC. He is an elf. He is a ranger. Elves are people of the lands. Rangers are people of nature. So this 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 elf looks over at you guys and just goes, Dudes! Gotta be careful around the wolves, man. Yes! Hey, what's this. up, man? How's it going? How's it going? Thank you. I guess you saved my life or something. Thanks, man. Yep. Totally unalived wolf, dude. Yeah, so do you know anything that's going on about with all these wolves around here? Did you see any other ones? Yeah, so like me and my bro, we we were tracking them. Oh shit, you're the elf from earlier that we're looking for. Uh, I didn't even even put those two together, man. My bad. Go ahead. Wait, wait, wait. Totally, totally gotta say, fearable code and all. Like, I owe you, like, a life debt. Don't worry, man. I'm not gonna make it, like, weird, but, like, yeah. Bro, it's cool. You don't need to. I was just doing it out of the kindness of my heart. I look over at Oza and just kind of roll my eyes. It's just the right thing to do, Oza. (laughs) 
I honestly cannot believe that this conversation is happening. Anyway! That's <laughs> <laughs> why I look over and roll my eyes. Yeah, I think Ozo would just roll her eyes, too. Yeah, huh? So, yeah, dude. So, like, yeah, we were tracking the wolves. Um, My bro went on ahead. I was kind of waiting back here because, like, we think there might be more to the party. But uh, at this point, I've been waiting here for, like, two hours. I haven't seen anything. So, I mean, I'm about to go, like, you know, back up with him. He can handle himself. You know, he's got, like, fucking god magic and shit, which is really fucking cool. Like, I don't got that. I just got nature magic. I mean, it's nice and all, but, you know, god magic's pretty fucking crazy. Oh, man. I wonder what it'd be like to have god magic. I don't know, but one time I straight up, like, saw him call lightning and shit. It was awesome. Whoa, that's in- that's incredible. That- yeah, honestly, not how I would have cooked a chicken, but it worked. Wait, did it taste good, though? It was fucking crispy as shit, my guy. Hell yeah. Wait, I think you might be onto something with, like, really crispy chicken? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, you know, best part about it? Feathers? Burn right off, man. Oh, that's, that's, that's awesome, because most of the time, like, plucking the chicken is, like, the worst part. I know it takes forever, and the and like they peck at you. It's it's annoying as shit. Wait, you don't kill it first. You're supposed to. What I? You, okay. you gotta next time, man. Try cutting the head off of Ch- the chicken first. Mhm. Oh shit. Oh yeah, that's what mom used to do. Well, fuck. Okay. Yeah, but like, but like, it's gonna run around, you know. Wait, it still runs around when you cut off the head. Yeah, for a little while. You know, like little... cockroaches, dude. Cool. Okay. Wait, what? You know the little buggy things. Yeah. You eat them too? Well, I mean, hey, sometimes a man's got to eat. <laughs> Trust me, I've eaten some whack shit, dude. Do not. I do not want to get into it. There's a whole ass list. So with a twenty-three on performance, um, does the uh, does does the riff and the lyrics that I came up with for this part of the adventure sound cool? <laughs> it sounds fucking amazing. Uh oh, I love how he's been playing riffs this whole time. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah, it's like once once I see the tux going on a tangent, it just immediately. <laughs> <laughs> It's like event because I know eventually he'll tucker himself out. Ah, <laughs> uh, tucker himself out. I thought that was good. I have an idea. What if we did like music, and it's just like really intense music, but like just like spoken and like loud words over it, but not not like singing, just like spoken word over it. Whoa, talking over music? Nah, I never worked, dude. Well, what if you mix the two? Have the talking and the yelling, and then you actually have some song words mixed in there too. Mix all three song words. <laughs> I don't know why the way you worded that was funny. Let's have some song words. Song words. I imagine that that was Oze in character, though. <laughs> song words. Lyrics? <laughs> song lyrics. Yo, there was like this dwarven. There was like this dwarven uh band named like uh sentimental ill um right that like they would play music and 
like they would just like talk over it and uh that's an anagram for willie nelson oh jesus christ oh you're doing okay <laughs> all right now i, see I thought he was doing. talking about like rap so that's what i thought too like like i was kind of thinking that too that's like for slam poetry it, rap isn't really spoken it's, it's it is rhythmic it's, yes it's rhythmic i can't explain it Hey, yo, come on, Camille, bust, bust out some lines. Are you insane? It's your time to shine, gal. No. You said that there was another elf that was further up? Yeah, my bro. Oh, you do that. Did we catch up with him, maybe? Yeah, you like, you guys want to go? He might need help. Like I said, he can take care of himself, but there was, like, a fuck ton of wolves. Also, he is not exactly what one would call sneaky-like. Oh. oh man, we gotta go help him. Man. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's fucking go. And you all start traipsing through the woods. Uh, at this point, I am going to need everyone to roll me a survival check on this one. Of course. Now I roll low. Don't worry. He's going to as well. Oh, ace. I got a fifteen. The fucking ranger is gonna roll low on survival. Yeah, he rolled a twenty-three. <laughs> I got a four. Nice. <laughs> I'm not worth shit. <laughs> All right, but anyway. Hey, yo, I got in that one. <laughs> nice. Whip. Out. Once again, the drummer carrying everybody with a 14. <laughs> well, you do. As you're walking, the elf that you guys met, you start to get a, a bit of a better look at him. He does have carrying around his neck a a carved wooden pendant of a unicorn's head. If anybody wanted to maybe get a religion check on that, you're more than welcome to. Uh, he also introduces himself as Leonis. Say, man, that's a, that's a real cool like necklace you got. What's that, what's that all about? Oh my god, James. I fully see it. <laughs> I was about to say, tell me I'm wrong. If I'm you're, lying, I'm dying. If I'm fucking so lying, correct. I'm dying. Guys, check the chat. I hate getting off topic like this, but check the fucking chat. Tell me they're wrong. <laughs> For those who might not remember the movie. Nice. Oh, if, man. If, if memory serves, I think Adam Sandler's the drummer. Adam Sandler is the drummer. Brendan Fraser is the lead guitar and vocals. And fuck, who plays Rex? Steve Buscemi. It is. That's right. It is Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He looks so. Wait, is that a young Steve Buscemi? That is a very young Steve Buscemi. Holy fuck. Steve Buscemi, Brendan Fraser, and uh, Adam Sandler. This movie came out in, like, the 90s, my guy. 1994, baby. All right. I classic. Was it's an absolute classic. If you get an it's... opportunity and you haven't seen it, watch it, because it's actually hey, really good. Hey, for the, for the listeners, in case I don't cut this, the movie's called Airheads. And uh, for those of you who guessed it just by me giving their names... And what they were doing. Uh, bonus points to you. Yeah, you can <laughs> redeem them for one affection. And congratulations, you get one advantage roll of your choosing. Just tell hey. your DM I said it was okay. <laughs> yeah, at your home game. Be like, hey, yo, <laughs> the, the, the Free Action Cry podcast said I get advantage, so fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that in for my players, because I'll totally honor that if they listen to them. And if you go to your tax office, tell them that you don't have to do it. 
Tell them no, the rules no, that no. you don't have to do it. Well, no. <laughs> no, we're not committing tax fraud on this. Just walk and flip them off and just say, I'm sorry, I need to do my taxes. <laughs> We at Free Action Cry do not condone or support any abuse of any tax professionals or tax preparation services. So that's a real cool necklace you got there, man. What's that all about, man? Oh, shit, yeah. And he, like, reaches down and he holds it up and he goes, Uh, do you want to see it? Yeah, I want to see it. What's, what's it all about? So, like, he, he takes it, he, like, reaches behind him, he just unclasps it, and he just holds it out to you, and he goes, That is my pendant of Maleki. 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 Bless you. That would be a religion check for anybody who wants to know what that is. No, I'm just gonna persuade the man to tell me all about his religion. <laughs> I've I've okay. got a I've got a passive twenty one persuasion. Uh, could you fucking repeat that? <laughs> you have a plus eleven in persuasion. I've got a passive of twenty one. I don't. Is, is persuasion a pass a passable bull skill? It can be. Like I thought that passive skills were just senses. No, it is not a passive skill. Persuasion and performance. No, the only passive skills you have are perception and investigation, motherfucker. How do you like passively investigate though? Like I've never understood that. Yeah, you just it, you're you're observing as you just kind of uh, um passively go through your environment. Actually, you know what? That actually makes sense. No, I- investigation means having knowledge on something. Perception is your surroundings. Investigation is uh, knowing something in particular. Like, for example, have you ever walked past something that you worked on? You would know the way it should look, and then go, "Wait, that's not right. Who fucked with that?" Perception is noticing the things around you. Investigation is noticing something's wrong with the things around you. Insight is noticing something is wrong with the people around you. There you go. That works. How does the tomato come into play? I'm the king of the (laughs) metaphor here, man. (laughs) All righty. All right, great. That was in 19. Tell me all about religion. All righty. So you ask him about his religion, and he literally sits... No, he doesn't sit, but he just, he, he keeps walking and he looks at you. He looks at his pendant and you just start, hear him start quoting. I know Maleki is with me because I sense her. I feel her touch as the wind. I hear her voice in the whisper of leaves. I see her beauty in the scene around us. Her presence is as real as yours. She embraces us with every reverent step we take in the wilderness. That's like her prayer, dude. Oh, is that like is that like an elven like nature god? Yeah, dude. Oh man, I worship a fearbog, uh, uh, nature god named Sugan. Who? Sugan. Sugan. It's Sugan these days. <laughs> you are loved. <laughs> I'm aware of that. Everybody, please roll me a d6. Oh god. Do I do I have to roll a d6 if I didn't hear it? Because I just heard the laughter. I'm fucking lost. <laughs> if you didn't hear it, your character didn't hear it. Corey, take two psychic damage. Ashley, take five psychic damage. That's fair. Oh, good. I'm not even going to fight that. It's too... It's, it, it was too good not to do, honestly. I have to allow it. 
Hey yo, fitting. Six psychic damage. Just six to your own, Jesus fuck. Damn. As it should be. You knocked this guy down. Hold on. Three points. Oh wait, hold on. Oh, I did psychic damage to him? You did psychic damage to everyone who could hear your joke. I'm I'm actually crying. I I laughed so hard I cried. That was pretty good. Alrighty. So yeah. Does anybody else want to talk to this guy? You're done now. You're done talking. Yeah, I'm done talking. <laughs> yeah, just, I yeah. <sighs> I, I'm not mad. It was funny as shit. Yeah, but it's just these two keep constantly getting us into trouble. Yeah, yeah. I know that. Mostly because that's me and my bro. I get us in trouble, he gets us out. That's me in the corner. That's me in the spotlight. <laughs> Losing my religion. Should we just call this one REM? <laughs> oh my god. Now I'm crying. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I laughed so hard I actually threw up. Oh, you okay? I'm fine. Alright. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's it's approaching the quote-unquote witching hour where I'm, like, really punch-drunk. Yeah, alright, let's let's keep it going. After a fun, eventful walk and talk, and I'm assuming probably nine more points of damage to everybody, but we're not gonna do that. Appreciated. You all start hearing a lot of growling, a lot of cursing in Elvish, and you would hear ahead of you combat well crap double time in it wait did you say you're not allowed to swear because you're a half elf no i can kind of understand the swell swearing okay because i'm half elf mostly it's stuff like uh, fucking dog mm-hmm. mongrel shit like that mm-hmm. uh, guys i don't know what you want to do here but um there's a problem yeah keegan Keegan said he was like double timing it. Did I hear that correctly? Are you just Yeah, you no, just... I'm 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 like moving up towards it. I'm curious. Alright. I'm just going to assume that everybody follows. Uh so where you are now is you are at the opening of what honestly looks like a naturally made arena. The trees have stopped in almost a perfect circle around a stone and earthen mound of sorts. What you see in front of you is you see another elf. This elf is from what you can tell slightly taller than the elf that you already met. Definitely much more muscular, uh, but otherwise similar features. And I'm going to assume Corey's character who is at least part elven would be able to recognize split male armor that is made of ironwood. Mm-hmm. He is also carrying a spear. And he is facing off against a very large fucking wolf. What would you all like to do? This could be a problem. But I see this opening and I see an opportunity if we can clear it. As soon as you say I see an opportunity, give me a moment. An arrow flies pretty much past all of you from behind. And lands directly into this direwolf's shoulder. And you see, Leonis has immediately started charging him. 
I scatter. <laughs> I promptly move out of the way of the uh, charging elf. Or, yeah. I'm going <laughs> to give him a bardic inspiration. He's okay. got an extra D8. I'm like, extra D8? Yeah, go, man. Like, okay. I could write a song about this. Two, two brothers fighting to the death against a virewolf? Yeah. Are you are you guys gonna help or are you just gonna watch? Oh, uh Oz is watching. James? <laughs> for this uh for the first for the first minute or so, I will be uh I will be charging something up. Okay. Just for funsies, let's roll some initiatives. You guys have not been seen. But let's just get some initiative rolls going. Roll twenty hates me today. I got a fucking Oh man. Nine. Hold on. Did I just hear someone be sad about getting a nat 20 on initiative? Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I would much rather have a 20 on something better than an initiative roll. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. 12 total. Okay, so let's hear those rolls. Uh, Tuck got a 12. Camilla got a 20. Okay. Ashley, what did you get? A nine. I got a 17. Okay. So, Corey, you're up first. What would you like to do? If anything, you can hold your turn or you can do a spell at it. Whatever you would like to do. Thinking. <laughs> um, I think I'm still, I'm holding back still because I don't know. I'm still not sh quite sure what the hell is going on. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's fine. James, what would you like to do, if anything? You said you wanted to hold back as well? Um, I am actually going to use my bardic inspiration. Okay. And I'm going to look at the wolf, and in Elvish, I am going to say something that is very unsettling that I can't think of right now as I cast unsettling words on it. So, uh, it will be taking... It will be taking... Oh, fuck yeah. A negative eight on its next saving throw. Very nice. Yeah. So any saving throw it makes before my next turn. Okay. I will mark that down. Uh, that does no damage or anything? Nope. Cool. Alrighty. No, I just I say something super creepy to it, and it stares at me, and it's like, oh god, and it ruins its saving throw. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, Ooh, yeah. better yet, I look at it, and then my tongue extends out of my mouth to lick my own eye as I'm just staring this thing dead in the face, licking my own eye eyeball. Okay. <laughs> that is just weird. There all we right. go. It's unsettling, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's part of the performance, so... All right. So, one expenditure of bardic inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I guess that was a bonus action. I guess I could do an actual action. Yeah, right? Oh, man. Um, depending on what he does after... Th Actually, hold on. Does this need a saving throw? It does! Um, cool. I am going to drop this sphere okay. uh, five feet behind where the direwolf is, which means I will not be catching the elf in this radius, but it does need to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. I'm going to assume a ten does not manage it. Sweet. So that's a failed throw. So, wow. Really? Screw you, you fucking thing. 
Uh, so that's... Was that a 4 and 2-1? Sorry, a 5 and 2-1? Uh, no, that was two threes and a one. Yeah, two threes and a one. Jesus. Uh-huh. That sucks. So, uh, so yeah, a sudden loud ringing noise, painfully intense, erupts from behind him. Uh, he takes seven thunder damage on a failed save. Okay. Uh, well, since you're only hitting the wolf, it definitely deals some damage, but it looks fine. But I will say that the wolf is now aware of all of you. Are, wait, are you telling me that the wolf is not made of stone? No, the wolf is not made of stone. You know, I'm gonna shut the fuck up before this conversation takes ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's combat. It's going to take thirty. I'm kidding. And I just realized I fucked myself because I could have used pack tactics on this thing if I left one of the other wolves alive, but no. The paladin killed all of the other wolves. You can clearly see them around it. Alrighty, so you go, after guy. lucky us. After J- I should probably mention the paladin definitely has a lot of cuts, bruises, and probably a gash or two on him. But the wolf and the paladin exchange blows. Uh, they quite literally both made their mark. I was rolling this as James was explaining. Uh, so Nick, you are up. Yeah. Um, I think that. You cut out again, I think. All right, yeah, look, at, look at the chat. I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> so I linked to the gift that's just the co-host from the Eric Andre show. Just saying. Hannibal Burris. All right, so I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers. Okay, you want to roll that for me? Or what do I need to roll? It's to make a wisdom saving throw, and he has to be... A uh, 16. How does a dire wolf have a wisdom modifier? That's stupid. <laughs> you said I need to be to 15? Yeah, what did you roll? Yeah, a 6 ain't it. <laughs> I rolled a 6, so what am I taking on that? I'm going to take 3d6 psychic damage and immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as it can away from me immediately. Okay. Oh, and also, yeah, it's going to run away and take eight damage. Not bad, not bad at all. And I would like to say that my dissonant whispers were, Hey, yo, what's a puppy doing here? Just really, nice. just really insult the wolf's sense of <sighs> ingrained masculinity. <sighs> well, just for funsies, after this, <clears throat> after this wolf begins to run away, you see the elven ranger start casting some kind of spell, and you would see that vines start erupting from underneath the ground, underneath the wolf. This wolf fucking sucks. I just rolled a three on its strength check. (laughs) Wow. So it only gets a six on strength, so this wolf is also now bound with vines. That's hot. I've seen that, hint. I? (laughs) Oh my I've god. I've seen enough to know where this is going. <laughs> Cheers, motherfucker. If you know, you know. Now that we have thoroughly scarred our new player, Corey, what are you doing? <laughs> is the wolf a little bit away from everyone else, or is it still surrounded? Um, How far did they have to run, Nick? Uh, uh, as, uh, as far as its speed allows it. Okay. Wolves are fast. 
Yes, they are. A dire wolf is... Well, is there anything within five feet of it? Uh, 40 feet. Uh, and no. The wolf is 40 feet away from the ranger and the paladin. That would be about probably 70 to 80 feet away from you. Because I was hoping to save this trick for the concert, but I have what's called Melf's Minute Meteors. Huh? Okay. <laughs> Could you? Essentially, it, it I can create little meteors and shoot them at things. I like that. Um, give me a second. Mm-hmm. How do you spell that? M-E-L-F? M-E-L-F apostrophe S. I minute meteors. Wait, are you guys talking about MILF's minute meteors? Oh, it's a Xanathar spell. That's why it's not ringing any bells. Okay. Mm. I, I just, I had everything turned on and I just, what what would be fun for a concert and threw it in there? <laughs> Fucking rocks flying at the goddamn crowd. She, she said... What would be the best thing for a fucking mosh pit if some dude mm-hmm. brought a bunch of rocks? So, <laughs> I'm afraid to ask, are you casting this at third level, or are you going to cast it at fourth or fifth? We only have third level spells, my guy. Yeah, I only have third. You can upcast this spell. Oh, no, I'm sorry, you're level... F- I'm an idiot, sorry. I'm only level five! Yes, I... <laughs> No, I just saw third level evocation and my brain went, well, she's level five. So that means that she has fifth level available as well, because I'm a dumbass right now. It's too fucking late. Okay, so yes, um, dexterity saving throw. Let's see here. And while you're doing that, could you also roll your damage? Me. <sighs> Fuck you. I'm going to guess a nine does not dodge that. No. No. <laughs> No. Needed a 16. <laughs> Fair. So it's getting pelted by little meteors. <laughs> Ouch, kabibbles. Wolf's still looking good, though. Mm. James, do you have any fun things you'd like to do? Oh, it's uh, it's my turn again. It is your turn again. Good, sir. Um... <clears throat> Well, homeboy is uh, is just kind of away from everybody again. So um, I think what I might do, yeah, I'm gonna create a uh, 20 foot radius sphere of gas uh, around <laughs> this guy. He's gonna have to make a con saving throw. <laughs> well. We all can hear Ashley laughing, so please elaborate on how this 20-foot sphere cloud of gas appears. Because I think we all know where this is going. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, do you, you got, everybody's seen Dragon Ball Z, right? Yeah. Yes. Do you remember the Ginyu Force? Whenever the one guy, like, does his poses and then looks between his legs? Raccoon. Mm-mm. Keegan pulls a raccoon, but whenever he looks between his legs, suddenly there lets rip a <gasps> and a gas cloud just comes emitting from him and surrounds this wolf. And I'm not sure what the wolf does because I need his con save first. Uh, there we go. It has to make a con save like every fucking turn, dude. Nineteen. Nineteen. <laughs> Well, damn. 
He's just surrounded by a very stinky gas. Doesn't take half damage or anything? There's no damage involved. If he would have failed, he'd just be retching and reeling. I mean, you've never heard a a dog retch before, but you hear one now. Oh, oh, au contraire, mon frere. I, in fact, have heard (laughs) many dogs retching. (laughs) Okay. I heard one the other night, in fact, which awoke me from my slumber very quickly. Oh, that's right. You do have a dog. Oh, I awoke with a fright in the middle of the night. My dog. To find my dog. Yeah, to find my dog puking on my bed. (laughs) Oh, man. Rest in peace. Alrighty. Well, the wolf spends his time retching. Cool. I thought it saved. What? I thought it saved. It got a 19. Well, I never said it was taking damage from it. Yeah. Uh, It is also going to try and break free from its entangle. And yes, it is able to burst out of the entangle and begins, let's just say, not moving closer, but circling. So there we have that. Uh, Paladin, once again, takes a spear strike at it, though. Real quick, before that happens, did he, so he said that he got out of the stinking cloud and all that, right? Um, he is beginning to move out of it. So at this point, I'm going to look over at my boy here and just be like, Hey man, can't you like talk to animals or whatever? Like, I feel like there's a possibility you could, I don't know, figure out why it's so mad. Yeah, man. Like I could I could totally do that, man. I could I could like totally talk to that animal. I'm gonna yell down at the wolf and I'm gonna scream. Hey yo! Why 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 are you so angry? Like we don't need to fight. Me one second. Now we've got to come up with a personality for a dire wolf. <laughs> hey, yo, why are you so angry? I just wanted to double check one thing here that I had to do math for. Fucking hate math. Okay, so so you speak to this wolf, and it just kind of like looks around as to who the fuck is speaking at it. It clocks you, Tuck, and it just like bears its teeth and you just hear it go hungry. Hey man I can probably like set you up and like you do some work you get some food instead of like going around killing people's fucking sheep and whatever you you could like honest days work for an honest days pay like you wouldn't have to worry about people coming and hunting down you and your friends like for, for real man. I'm going to regret saying this Roll me your perception check. Perception or persuasion? Persuasion. Yeah, yeah, perception. I would like to remind the DM <laughs> that I have, per- I have advantage on persuasion against beasts. I'm aware of that. Roll me your fucking 24,000. Alright, roll 2d20 plus 11, keep highest. I'm sorry that it always takes so long for me to, like, fucking roll. I always type in... <laughs> the wrong command instead of slash i always put an exclamation mark but how's a 32 that added your two together i think yeah no that's just a 30 you motherfucker yeah sorry how's a 30 damn (laughs) how's a 30 you motherfucker one of these days i'm just going to smite you all with the wrath of the gods just for fun 
<laughs> yeah, you feel your character having a bout of aneurysm. He just fucking dies, yo. So, what were you trying to convince this wolf of again? Remind me, because I literally just... I have instantly repressed the last five minutes. I was I was trying to talk the wolf into getting, like, a nine-to-five job instead of, like, killing whatever he liked. Uh... So that, like, him and his pack wouldn't get hunted down. Like, fair day's work for a fair day's pay. I mean, we can, like, bring him with us. This is this is a magical world. Fuck it. This is happening. I had this idea, and I'm like, that's too stupid. No, it's fucking happening. As soon as you say that, this wolf just, like, stands up on its hind legs, right? And in a magical poof of, like, you know, just magical cloud and glitter. He's just wearing ripped jeans, a fucking t-shirt that just says, you know what? I, I, I'm just I'm just gonna say it like this. Fallout bulg. <laughs> yes. Hey yo, hey yo, wait, hold on. Does Tuck become the god of Furbolg? Right. Like he just this, made a wolf become a man. This di no, this this dire wolf just like magically from your fucking god awful persuasion check, you asshole. <laughs> just <laughs> becomes the ultimate roadie for you guys. Wait, wait, have you guys ever persuaded an animal so hard that it becomes a man? <laughs> have you ever persuaded an animal so hard that it becomes a man, chooses to become a capitalist, and involves itself in commerce? <laughs> <laughs> it's the next step in evolution, man. Oh, dear. Uh, capitalist. I mean, I we can... Didn't I just say I needed an extra stagehand? So I guess this works. Skin, <laughs> you hey. shall receive. It might not be what you wanted. As long as he's potty trained, we're good. Oh man. <laughs> All right. Well, you just hired a roadie, Tuck. What are you gonna do now? <laughs> nice. We've got a roadie. Fuck yeah. So I'm gonna look at the uh, I'm gonna look at the two elves and just be like, well, guess he's like our problem now, man. Yeah, it was nice seeing y'all. I guess we gotta go to the next town now. Good luck with whatever the <laughs> fuck you got going. On. Okay, so to see us off, <laughs> to to see us off from this can that, episode. Can, can that really be what Tug just says to that? Can that just be what they say? What we say? Just like. It, we gotta get to the next town. Whatever, like, whatever giant quest bullshit you guys got going on that's gonna change or save the world, good luck. Because we got a gig. Oza's just in the background. She does a little dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they leave. Alright. So, you take your dire wolf friend and you just, like, you know, the wolf's just like, oh shit, I guess I, like, need a name now, right? Hey, yo, Derps, why are you explaining shit? Like, the episode is over. Oh, wait, no. We're, we're still fucking recording. <laughs> but no, wait. There, there, is, there is one more thing that does need to happen. Because I had a voice for this fucking paladin. Now, again, he is an elf. People of the land. He is a religious man. So as you're walking away, you just hear, my goddamn wolf got my back shoulder, man. It fucking hurts like shit, man. <laughs> 
Oh my god, uh, fucking I, I add a bonus action cast healing word on him and peace out. <laughs> Just give him the deuce over my shoulder and walk away. Uh, and that's where we'll fucking end it. <laughs>